This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation car talk. All right, welcome back. You mechanical maniacs, Frank here, hanging with you. Man, it's good to be back with you guys. I uh, hope you had a great week. I hope you are motoring happily. We got a show topic for you guys. I think you will absolutely relate to this one. This is incredible. You ever get into that relationship where things are dead to you? Yep. They told me it was going to be more than what it was, the car was even worth. I had a Pontiac Grand Am 04 that uh, would cost me over $1,000 in repair to fix. Didn't do it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I didn't, I, we didn't mention you went to the store and bought a dress that didn't fit. We said you went to the mechanic. You went to the dealer. And it was a bad investment. I had to replace the transmission, also all the bushings, and part of the engine went bad. So it was a mistake to just fix the car because it was a lot of money invested on that thing. So I fixed it and I spent like almost 2200 bucks. And then I went to trade it in and uh, they gave me the same credit, half 500 bucks. So it wasn't worth it at all. Oh, that poor guy. That was a big deal. You've experienced this. I know you have. What about some of you? I maintained it. I got uh, my regular my oil car changes. My was a Hyundai Sonata. I thought I was going to have it for like 225, 300,000 miles. I thought I'm a pretty good uh, steward of my vehicle. But uh, it was a transmission. And they were like, how much do you like this car? And I was like, I don't know. It's just a car. Yeah, how many of you actually reflected? You know you've done that. You got an estimate. And you thought to me, man, that car's not worth it. When is your car dead to you that's the show topic we're going to keep it simple hopefully we answer some of those questions so that you can feel like you can make those right decisions we're going to cover well what is that national average what should i spend what kind of dollar amount do i spend yearly to maintain it you made your last car payment you got all excited you had a last car payment party and you celebrated like a bunch of maniacs, and then that next month, you had an $800 repair, and you're all confused. We're going to cover what it takes. We're also going to tell you about certain repairs that could be hidden, and we're also going to talk about the importance of a true blue. Not some 10-point inspection. Get over that. Who does? I mean, you don't go to the doctor and get... Uh, a 15-point health evaluation, throw that out of the window. We're talking bumper to bumper. I need to know everything now before I even do maintenance. We're going to cover that. That is your show topic. Welcome back. I'm Frank with Wrench Nation. We've got the wonderful Susie Q in the house. What is happening, Susie? Hi, Frank. How you doing? I'm good. I got you something. Oh, what did you get me? I thought, I thought this was strange. A lot of you people like Starbucks. I'm one of those Howard Schultz fans, and I bought you a little wildflower honey caramel. The name of this is called Money on Honey. I love it, Frank. Money on Honey. I do like dark chocolate and sea salt. Wait a minute. You missed the most important thing. The B? The no. French. Money on Honey. Oh, Money on Honey. Money, 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 money. I thought that was strange. Anyway. That is interesting. Money on Honey. I didn't get But let anything. me ask you now. We, we had a car come in today, Black Widow's. Black Widows. And so, you know, there's procedure for that. So, you know, 
you got that car laid up somewhere and it hasn't been driven, there's a good chance it's going to be critters. Good chance it's going to hurt an innocent mechanic. And we had one of those today. Did you get a chance to look? Yeah, Frank. I actually took the flashlight, went underneath. And did you wear? Did you have like like you had? I, like, threw, I threw some goggles on, Frank. And in fact, I sprayed myself with some uh, bug spray first. I didn't know if that was appropriate or not, but I sprayed myself with bug spray. That's in section twenty-two of the manual for the corporation. When a technician arrives to a vehicle that has black widows, what is the procedure? Well, you know what? You, you, you got to do more than just spray yeah, off. Yeah, you got to spray off. Yeah, but you have to you have to really watch yourself out there, Frank, because those are dangerous little spiders. You know, they they have people that um, have that big fear of spiders. Oh so yeah, that's not something to mess around with. Yeah, I don't know. I got fear of everything little, like you know, like my wife. She calls, like she call me, like I'm at work, I'm at the office. Right, honey, we got big roach in the grass. I said, well, what do you want me to do about that? I mean, I know you guys listening can relate to that, but. Yeah, pretty interesting, all kinds of stuff. Anything happened this week to you that... Yeah, yeah Frank, you know, I love our customers. I'm going to say that first and foremost. Come on, there's got to be at least one or two you could do without. No, but I got to tell you something. Just this week alone, I had a we had a customer bring in some smoked salmon from Alaska. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a How come I didn't know about this situation? Maybe you were talking to your wife then. About the roaches. About the roaches. Smoked salmon, that sounds great. Oh, it was yummy. Then I had another customer actually hand make me... Three beautiful, delicate doilies. Doilies? Doilies. Man, that's classic. I know. That's Who's classic. making doilies? My Beverly is making doilies. And well, I'm just saying maybe we should get back to an early time of simplicity and, you know, take an hour away from Snapchat and give yourself an hour of doilying. Yes, but I have one more just before I came. Well, wait the, a minute. A lot yeah. of stuff. Doilies. Doilies, salmon. Fried right. pickles, Frank. Fried pickles. All right, I've had yeah. those. All right, you guys, I don't know if you enjoy fried pickles, but we do. I'm saying if you go visit a mechanic or your friend at the dealership, pull something out of your pocket, your bag, get them some nice eats. Mechanics like little good eats. I think I'm my sure. favorite thing to drop off to the mechanics every year around Christmas time, I drop off a bunch of cookies. That's not enough. Doodles. No, we're spoiled. We want a monthly diet plan from our friends that come in. So. All right, your questions and calls, you guys are family. You know you can count on any question. You've waited all week. We're here for you, even if it's not show topic related, 480-655-8870. And our friends on the podcast, you are rock stars. If you're catching this on the replay, you can reach us on Wrench Nation Facebook. We have some interesting things going on regarding Facebook. I think I made a mistake. I made a post. It was a clean post, but I asked the people what they thought about an electric car coming to the NASCAR circuit. Isn't that like the electric cars that we used to play with? No, real deal. Like, In other words, get away from the traditional gas, and people got animated. Uh, they got upset. I could see my screen. My screen was about ready to melt, and I had a lot of you reached out. So here we go. Robert says... NASCAR has been gone for some time. I'm like, oh, gosh, that wasn't, I'm not trying to do that kind of post. Uh, Richard said, I might as well go to a slot car track. Again, that was in reply to electric coming to NASCAR. And you guys can chime in text 480-655-8870. I'm going to ask you, electric NASCAR, yes or no? 
you can text 480-655-8870. I want to know what you think. You know what? We had Jennifer text in, and she says, you all watch a race with nothing but 2,000 easy left turns. That's true. Just rare, rare. Yeah. And here's the thing. She says, but you're afraid of the lack of noise would lead to boredom. Yeah, a lot of you had said that. It just wouldn't be the same. Like racing, you should feel like there's, you can you can feel it. That rumble. Like a lot of folks had said, NHRA? Yeah. Also, Frank, I like the smell of the gas. I do. I like I like that fuel. I'm telling you, it's like a swap meet. If you go to swap meet, you got to smell hot dogs and burgers. If they said we're going to get rid of that, it ain't a swap meet. Tyler, pull up to the mic. Hello. Tyler's in studio, you champion. Let me give you some bubbles. All right. Now, Tyler, let me ask you something. You're a respectable youngster. Your life is ahead of you if you're not already in it. (laughs) (laughs) What are you watching for racing? I mean, what, what do you, you and your boys are hanging out? We uh we all mainly watch drifting. That's the new big thing. Drifting? Yes, sir. That's a real big thing. Real big. What's your feeling on NASCAR? Would, do you watch it? I don't watch any NASCAR at let me, all. Let me ask you. Can I make an analogy? And you guys chime in. 480-655-8870. And we will be taking Ella's uh, phone call here just as shortly. 06 Toyota Corolla. She has a question on a control arm. But do you think racing, the traditional racing was like traditional boxing as it relates to UFC. 100%. Why? Why? It, it's uh Why did you leave NASCAR? Well, that, that was before my generation, I think. All and, right, no. fair to but, say. Yeah. You were never you but were never there. That's fair. New exciting um you don't have to be young to be into drifting or any new sport like that. It's like UFC. It's hands-on. It's hands-on, yeah. Like it's, NHRA. I believe NHRA is still hands-on. I'm not knocking NASCAR, but you can still go to a drag race, even and if you want to really go, you go to Vegas and get the four wide action. Ooh. Watch forty, you know, feel forty thousand horsepower. <laughs> you ain't the same person <laughs> after. No. And John Forrest, you know, his teeth are shaking a little bit, and you know, it, it's interesting to me. So, uh, Ella and Phoenix, uh, you've got an 06 Toyota Corolla. We do apologize if we left you on hold. You had to go. Know that we're here for you. Call back uh, regarding that control arm question. And we um, have another caller question, actually. Uh, wasn't it from the AC thing happening this week? Yeah, we, we have a caller question, but I want to address something real quick. Facebook, uh, we had a contest uh, on Facebook, people, and you, a lot of you overwhelmingly went and uh, applied. We're giving away, uh, and you may have, I don't know, a few minutes. Like, actually, the contest is officially over. You know, we're not, I don't know, well, I don't know how to run a contest. Are you guys kidding me? But you went and replied, which is really cool. We're giving away a barbecue, a Chip Foos barbecue toolbox. Pretty cool stuff. We asked you the question, how much do you think it cost? What is the national average t- statistic? Man, I hate that word. For car repair, not ownership, total ownership with payment, but what should I pay a year to maintain my car? We asked you that question. We're going to get to the winner of that contest. And if you want to get on a Facebook, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it's not too late. Otherwise, yeah, let's get to some callers. We had a few in the shop and cut a couple of text calls. Let's hit the tape. What do we got? I have a 2007 Hyundai Santa Fe, and there's something going on with the air conditioning. On the passenger side, it will blow cold air, but on the driver's side, it's blowing like almost hot air. All right. Well, you know, when you have just one or two vents not playing ball, and it, it freaks you out because your passengers are comfortable and you are sweating. You feel, man, I own this vehicle. I should be comfortable. But it's all about 
the actuation of those doors. Think about the barnyard doors that open and close, open and close. In your dad, you have in your dash, you have those mode door actuators. So when you command, you know, defrost and floor, there's business happening in that dash. So I invite that person to visit the door actuator problem, the mode door, and let's not discount if your Freon level is low. If that system drinks two pounds and it's off, not much, it'll do that. So basic service, basic things that should square it away. We also had a text, uh, Ontario, Canada. We got people from all over the world, people. We appreciate you. Uh, Ontario, Canada, we had Michelle with a 2017 Dodge Caravan with what she texted. Uh, and her husband listens to the show, by the way, Susie. That's great. I like when, when the couples listen to the show together. It's family. It's like romantic. Yeah. You like candles family together here, together, Rich stay Nation. Together. But the 2017 Dodge Caravan, she says she starts it up. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. And she does her thing. She parks it. Two hours later, she gets back. She's got white, bluish smoke. Oh, A little no. bit. Not yeah. a whole lot. She's not cooking firewood in the back of her car. So that's a tough one. Uh, because this thing is a 2017, it's low mileage. Yeah, and it's enough to be concerned about. I would say so. Yes. So I will give you all advice about all cars. There's a technical service bulletin. If you go into your mechanic or your dealer, probably wise to say, hey, this thing's kind of newer. Can you give me any sort of idea about perhaps in this case, did Dodge issue a bulletin, not a recall people, to sort of get us a direction? Uh, blue and white smoke, you know, I, I don't want to say it's guide, valve guide seals or valve train problems. Look, when you shut your engine off, the oil has to go somewhere. Most of it goes in the crankcase. Now, all that oil is kind of hanging out on the top. Mm-hmm. It can't bypass those valves because then it mm. seeps into the cylinder where we should, in that compression chamber, we should only have fuel and only have fire. Mm-hmm. Fuel and fire. Yep. Like Metallica. Man, I want to hear that song. <laughs> I hope you guys understand that. We appreciate you uh, reaching out to us, 480-655-8870. And if you're busy, you pulled over because, you know, Wrench Nation, we have you pulling over. You're listening because we're giving it all to you. If you catch it late, it's okay. Get on a Wrench Nation Facebook and direct message us and let us know your question. Uh, we had some news. All right, I know personally I do not like the key fobs. I like a traditional key. It feels like I have something in my hand. It's probably behavior, right? Many of you can agree. The keyless ignition systems, in other words, you get in there and you just push button start, uh, that may be linked to a quiet killer. Susie, the quiet killer. Wait a minute, because I have a push to start. Well, you need to know. Yeah. If you are listening, we want to at least warn you on this. People are dying from carbon monoxide fumes in their homes after forgetting to turn off the car. That makes sense. They got a little key fob yep. in their pocket. I don't like them. I already told you. Now I really don't like them because you forget. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. That's yeah. good to know, though. You don't know about carbon monoxide creeping up. Yeah. Yeah, so if you have a key fob and you park your vehicle inside, you know, you get home, you're tired, you're in the zone, you want to just eat dinner, Smack the kids around a little bit, have fun. You forget that car's running. Yes. And then you get up. Some of you get up for milk and cookies at midnight and you say, oh, that garage door is open or something. You go in there, creeps up on you. So please, people, be careful. Also, Volkswagen, we reported on this some time. It's been in the news. We don't want to beat a dead horse. They were caught cheating on the emissions. 
Well, guess what, people? As of May 21st, it's been reported 60,000 more vehicles related Porsche. Wow. Yes. The cheating extends to Porsche, people. They put these cheat devices on, and it was, it was oh, man, it was slick. Really? So you, you wouldn't know if you were a driver. No. Because my Porsche runs great. But when you went through emissions, computer basically said, all right, we're going through emissions. Be quiet. Let's change. <laughs> Let's change. <laughs> they cheated. They cheated. This is big news. Now, Volkswagen is a reputable brand, people. We're not here to tell you that Volkswagens are some of the best vehicles on the road. I'm just telling you now it's over to Porsche, and they had 60,000 cheaters. crazy. Cheaters. We don't need cheaters. We don't need cheaters. Anyway, there's your news for the week. Uh, we are talking about why your vehicle could be dead, man. You, you understand. We're going to come back with tips on how to avoid the disasters. Should you spend on repair or should you trade up and get yourself a new vehicle? Coming back at you, Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation. Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. All right, welcome back. We appreciate you. If you catch it on the podcast, thank you. Appreciate you guys. And uh, KFNX on Saturday, we replay the show. You can't just get enough of us, 8 to, 8 to 9 a.m. on KFNX. You know, we're talking about uh, what it takes. Well, let's just put it to you this way. Like a long-lost cousin, you know that gig. You haven't seen this individual for a while. And it's time to kick him out of the house. <laughs> it's the same thing with you're like, spending money on car repair. When do you stop? When do you say, stop, go away? Before we bring on JB, our wise advisor, with the challenge question, we got to talk about the math. What's the total cost? What's the total cost? National average, and this was as of last year, people, vehicles driven about 15,000 miles a year. It's about average. Some of you maybe a little less. Some of you really more, you road warriors. Average ownership, about 8,400. That's total. Insurance, car payments. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. Insurance. Gas. Gas, yeah. Gas is in there, people. Now, we're not going to touch upon the total cost. We're going to touch upon the mechanical repair maintenance cost, but that's a rough average. We're also going to dive in to the potential mistake you make. My car's not worth it. Well, what's worth it? What are the options? We're going to talk about that. And that's going to get deep because some of you are sentimental. Some of you couldn't care less. You're not going to spend anything. Uh, let's bring in a J.B. Wiser Advisor. Welcome back, J.B., the Wiser Advisor, Bolt-On Technology. You challenge us every week. Yeah, and I'm glad to do it. Thanks for having me on board. Well, we love it. want to just let, the, let our folks know, our Wrench Nation familia know, I have a giveaway. I'll just surprise you. I'm not going to tell you what the giveaway is. How about let's just do that. If you can... Guess the right answer to JB, the wise advisor with Bolt on Technology. You text us, 480-655-8870. You can call us as well. JB, you have the floor. What is this week's challenge question? Well, as you mentioned, Frank, you're going to be talking about whether it's better to sell your car to repair it. So we should really look and see what the other half does, the rich people. An example is the... Hey, wait a minute. We got, don't, we got a few rich people listening. We just offended them. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because when you look at the facts here, the Bugatti Veyron is. Oh, wait. You said Bugatti? Vehicle. I don't think we got. If you own a Bugatti and you're listening, 
Call us. <laughs> Go ahead, JP. Forget the texting. Just give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> it's the world's most expensive vehicle to buy and own. And with its capability of going over 250 miles an hour, there are certain requirements in its service that we have to take care of, and it even affects the oil. So here's your question. How much does it cost to change the oil and perform a yearly routine on the Bugatti Huron? Great question. That I love that. Like, we cannot relate at all. And I'm sure you listening are saying, are you kidding me, Bugatti? I just want to know about my Volkswagen. But I love the question. What it is, what, so what's it take to do an, how much does it cost for an oil change? Is that your question for Bugatti yeah, Veyron? How much the oil change that comes with the yearly routine. All right. What is an oil change costing on a Bugatti Veyron? I want to hear from you. I got a prize. You know our prizes are legendary. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. 480-655-8870. We are back with the topic that we, you know, your vehicle's dead. You're done with it. Mm-hmm. You know, JB, we see a lot of that in the garage. And actually, we take a lot of pride in guiding. I think it's, I think uh, automotive technicians and advisors, whether you're at the dealer or at an independent garage, you know, it's great to fix things great and, and good and, hey, it's fixed. But, man, you better you better consult me. You better, and so JB, talk to us about what it means to keep good records. Let's start with basics. I mean, a lot of you listening, you don't even know what you spent on car repair. Well, you know what? That's a really fair question because the more documentation you do, the better you know how your car has been handled. You can always go look back. And also, you can figure out how much it's costing you to maintain that vehicle. And as time goes by and you start seeing bigger and bigger bills, that might be one of the things that helps you out to make that decision. And, Frank, you know, I like the fact that you said that you should be connected to um, your technician about your car and things of that sort because when you get to know your tech and the tech gets to know you and know your car, they're in a better spot to give you help when making that decision. Is it time to sell or should we fix it? You know, that's that's a good point. i got to interject because a lot of you listening right now – like you don't have a relationship and maybe it's your own fault because you're not, you're not like you jump from plane to plane and once in a while the plane crashes. It's like find a good plane and man, smooth sailing. And so you go in and, and you're not sure about a repair. All you heard is that's a $800 gig. That's costed. I'm not going on a bigger vacation than I thought. But if you had a relationship, which means you got to participate, you got to say, listen, I get this repair cost this much money am i best served fixing it now a good advisor or mechanic guess what they're going to say and this is crucial and if you are a mechanic or technician you call in and argue with me on this if you have to otherwise i'm looking at claps all right what am i going to say to you Susie? if you came in the garage and i gave you a repair estimate and you you told me Hey, is this in my best interest? You're going to talk about, well, how long are you going to keep it? That's right. Where is your lifestyle going to be in two years? Are you going to have another four children in the back? That's right. That's a lot of. In two years? Wow. I know. I don't don't know any women. 
Twins. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That's the math on that. <laughs> All right. I think we got a oh, question. Man. What do we got going so on? So we've got a we've got a couple of texts rolling in for our caller question today to try to win. We've got two hundred dollars as uh, one of the. All right. Let's rephrase for you guys just possibly join. You just got out of the bathroom at QT. Back to the show. How much does it cost for a Bugatti Veyron to do an oil change? This is the question by JB, our bolt-on wiser advisor. One said two hundred. What one do we got? One said two hundred, and then the other one, uh, Abraham, said that he'd like to tell you guys himself. So I've got him on. Stand All right, by. let's talk to Abraham. Abraham, Whoa. welcome to the show, man. Hey guys, how you, how you guys doing? Good. Thanks for listening. What do you think, man? Bugatti Veyron is that that a big debt? Is that like buying a house to do an oil change? Well, yeah. If my if my buddy was right, he said he's it's close to twenty thousand. Whoa, Ouch. daddy! Hey, J, uh, JB, is that the real deal? Well, what I heard him say was close to 20000 That is the real deal. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Wow. Abraham, you know how we always ask. It's like CIA investigative situation, and we won't waterboard you. Don't worry. Did you look that up on Google, or did it just come from your fresh mind? No, no, no. I was talking to my friends listening, and he, he actually said he did read something about it, so I okay. called in. He didn't want to call in. Well, you tell him, uh, I thought you were going to say you have a friend that owns a Bugatti. Hey, come on by. That's right. We want to ride in it. <laughs> well, Abraham, I got the prize. Um, it's actually a pretty cool thing. I'll just describe it. I don't have it in front of me. I think you'll like it. Um, it has the, you know, the little rechargeable flashlight. Oh, here yeah. it is right here. I think you'll like this, Abraham. Let me, let me give you the respect and tell you. It's a light grip. You actually put your light into it. It's magnetic. And it's you put it on the hood. You can put it. So while you're working on your car, it's good stuff, man. I, I'm going to send this out to you. Are you in the neighborhood or are you in Russia somewhere? No, I'm in Mesa, yes. It's not by the garage. Desert Car Care Chandler. We'd love to meet you, and we'll save this for you. And thank you so much for hanging with us, brother. We appreciate that. All right. I'll bring in my shirt. You got it. All right. All right thanks a lot. Now, listen, uh, JB, that's a lot of money. I, I mean, Well, if you spend, how much is that car new anyway? Well, the new cars can go from one point seven to two point six million dollars. Uh, you ain't worried about twenty grand. That's right. That's you're buy, change. You're buying toothpicks for fifty thousand. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Who's going to negotiate an oil change on a Bugatti? That's right. Uh, sir, well, can I... you make a deal on the filter? <laughs> <laughs> As I was getting ready to call you, I found out also that the one hundred. Um, Bugatti was delivered today. Oh, um, out of five hundred, they're they're going to build. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But for twenty one thousand dollars, they literally disassemble the engine and check all the oil passageways and all those items that the oil flushes over flows over, and they reassemble the engine. They do have to take it apart to get to the filter and stuff like that, but they literally disassemble the engine and check it top to bottom. Well, I tell you, it's like uh, that's like an airline industry. So that's an yeah. oil change that uh, takes a week. Is that right? Yeah, it does take a few days. And you know what? They actually even offer you a real discount. Well, I want a I want a loaner Bugatti. Do they do that? <laughs> uh, you have to. That's the dealership you have to find out from. Okay. Well, I'd be negotiating that one. Just saying. Yeah. There you go. And um, what was I about to say? I forget now. Well, let me, let me, let's guide back into the topic. A lot of people are actually dealing with this right now. They got an estimate. They went home. They're thinking about it. Maybe they're going to you know, spend the – they're going to get drunk over the holiday weekend. <laughs> Screw that car. I'm going to forget it. But, JB, how vital? We talked about record keeping, but what about a true blue inspection? A lot of people are not getting their cars inspected properly. 
Well, you know, that's true because, you know, with the oil changes being further apart, one, they're not going into the shop as often, but two, when they go in the shop, they're just trying to run in and run out and get that oil change. Oh, cheeseburger, drive through cheeseburger. You, if you're yeah. treating your oil change like you had Jack in the Box getting a cheeseburger and a side and onion rings fast, you're, you're, you're going to spend a lot more money. I'm telling you, it's not convenient. So, JB, we're going to wrap it up, but your point is to make sure you get a full inspection, know the details you want to know about repairs. Coming back next, we are going to dive into the actual surprise type of repairs that will leave your shorts down at your ankles and your wallets bleeding next on Wrench Nation. Thank you, JB. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Ranch Nation, Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Welcome back here. Frank and Susie, of course, Bree and Tyler. We got the whole family, Ranch Nation. We appreciate you maniacs tuning in. And definitely uh, podcast people. You guys have been awesome. Remember, you can catch the podcast upload every Sunday. Uh, we get that up to you as well as Saturday. You can catch us on uh, KFNX 8 to 9 a.m. You know, these uh, car repairs, look, it's tough. You know, actually, I'm going to share something with you. Uh, you know, before we did this show, I don't know, two years ago, uh, you'd probably ask yourself, Frank, why do you like, why do you do a car talk show? Well, I've seen a lot of occasions where, I mean, there's tissue out there where folks are just, just beat up, crying. It's like somebody died in the family because they were struggling. And so the premise of the show is to try to educate as many as you can. No holy grail here. And if you are a mechanic, we are asking you to call in, 480-655-8870. You are always welcome. We're family. We want to help as many people. Now, we talked about keeping good records. That's basic. Some of you are like, oh, that's easy, Frank. I beg to differ. What's in your glove box? Do you have the last year's receipts? Do you know what's happening with your car repair? Number two, a complete inspection. Now, I invite a digital inspection. Susie, talk about the digital inspection. People may not be familiar. They may be getting a chicken scratch style inspection, and they can't even read what the, what the individual is telling them. Yeah, Frank. The best thing I like about the um, digital inspection, it's like a report card of your vehicle. It's like a snapshot of what it looks like today. You think sometimes it's too much for absolutely people? Absolutely not. No, no, no. They love it. People who have never seen it absolutely love it. And they, they comment all the time, man, I really like this. This is cool. The only time it doesn't work is when a customer has a flip phone. Maybe they can't download it. Oh, who's it. got it? You got a flip phone. Well, I guess some of them are out there. Some people still have flip phones, but people love that digital inspection. You know what I like genuinely, and I'm being sincere with you guys. I like to know when stuff's good. Yeah. Guess yeah. what happens? This is how it goes down. You listening. It's happened to you. You went on a road trip. You just got the car serviced. In fact, we got a weekend coming. You head over to San Diego. Something went down with your car. The check engine light comes on. I'm like, oh, I just had that oil change. All right, let me take it to this place. And this place, you don't know them. They sell cookies, Hallmark cards, and they fix cars. All in one shot. <laughs> That's the place you're in. And they say... Well, the check engine light's not a big deal, but you need brakes. Well, guess what you can do with a digital inspection? You go back to the report. Wait a minute. This don't make sense. Not only did they mark my brakes good, but I got a picture. Now, I may not know what I'm looking at. Your next call is to that garage. So that's being safe with an inspection. That's also going to arm you up so that you're dialed in, man, to like, do I 
just not spend any money because you're that much more intimate. It is important. It's the second most expensive thing you will own next to your house, people. How many would you agree? You know about your house. If there's a leak above that toilet and your wife starts screaming at you, you know to fix it. You know about that. Why don't we know about our cars? Yeah, they say purchasing a car is probably the second. Number two. Yeah, number two. Number two. It is It is not a cheap affair. You guys know that. Now, we're not saying every time you get a repair bill, trade it in. It's funny because I remember back in 2004-ish, 5-ish, when it seemed like people had money trees. Every Yeah, you want a half a million dollar house? Here you go. Here's a loan. Yep. Oh, you're working in Jack in the Box? No problem. You got it. That yep. was before the sky fell. And I did. I remember this. People were like, hey, that $300 repair. Now nah, I'm going to trade it in. I'm buying an Acura NSX. My boss likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a reality. So, uh, so let's dive into some of these repairs. All right. So follow us right now. Follow us. We're going on a journey. You have 100,000 miles on your vehicle. I don't care what kind of vehicle it is. You've been approached about 100,000 mile service. If you're not familiar with 100,000-mile service, that's what I call the do or die. That means I've made it to 100K, pretty decent. I had a set of tires, oil changes. Maybe I had a brake job. Things were pretty smooth sailing. And here's my mechanic, who I hug all the time. By the way, hug a mechanic. And they say, you got 100K, 100,000-mile service, rubber, belts. If you got a Tommy belt, got to do it. And that could be a two to 3,000. That's a rough estimate, rough people, in your face. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, your largest bill was maybe tires. So what I'm saying is, before you decide on that, know two things. Where am I going to be with this vehicle two years from now? Or a year from now, even? Mm-hmm. Am I getting rid of this vehicle? Because my lifestyle's changing. The four kids. The four kids. Two twins. Two twins. Mm-hmm. My wife, we plan on two. I can't drive this Mazda Miata anymore. I'm going to need a Dodge Caravan. So then the next question to your wonderful mechanic, he or she should need, she needs to know this. You're stating, well, let me ask you, what are the safety items? Do I need brakes? Can I wait on a timing belt? Then I would say to you, no. Not in this climate, Arizona, rubber. Hundred thousand rubber man, you ever see the soles of a sneaker fifteen years later? Peeling out, flopping around like a the sneaker developed a tongue. Is a timing belt made out of rubber? It is rubber. I thought it was like a chain or something. Well, that's you know what, you speak for many people, and this is why you need a good mechanic in your life to get you guided in. Yes, the timing chain is a different ballgame. We're not talking chain. Some cars, many cars, okay, have a timing belt. My point is this, people, you have been presented a 100,000 mile, I'm going to get ready to invest in my vehicle. Now, if you're going to keep it, you better hug a mechanic and then spend the money because that's reliable. The fact is, we gave you the numbers, eight to 10,000 a year. You want to be a big shot and buy another vehicle? Hey, celebrate that. I'm all for it. Or would you rather spend the national average? I'm not going to give you the answer because we're going to declare the barbecue winner. You guys had an opportunity on Facebook. Less expensive to maintain if I'm keeping the vehicle and it's still serving my lifestyle and it does not go out to lunch over what the national average is 
to maintain. You're listening. You're saying, Frank, cut it out. You're teasing me. What is that number? Well, I'm going to get to you on that. Does that make sense, Susie? I mean, we're not preaching. We really want to just let folks know. No, that makes perfect sense. As a matter of fact, maintaining your car protects your investment, right? Because we don't want that major mechanical. We want to catch it before it happens. All right. Before we get to the barbecue winner, uh, the two-box barbecue winner, we gave you an opportunity on Facebook. We posted up uh, our little Facebook Live video every Tuesday from the garage. And once in a while, we have a little contest. We ask you the question, what is the national average to what it would cost to maintain your vehicle? Typically over 60,000 miles. We're going to have that answer. But before we do, I want to tell you about a few repairs that could make you lose your lunch. All right. Your car has been good to you. You've been in the national average. And then all of a sudden, you have an oil leak repair. Let's say it's, it's, it's now I'm into a higher, mon- uh, I'm seeing a lot more money into my vehicle. Stop the presses. Anytime that you feel like you're visiting that garage or dealer a little too much, then it's time to pull the, I want every stinking thing advised on. How's the rear differential? I've been hearing a hum in the morning when I cruise on the freeway at 60 from the rear of my vehicle. Whether it could be a potential rear differential, a bearing, or a wheel bearing. Once in a while, I take off from a traffic light and my transmission ain't there. It's delayed. You need to know about these things. And part of that is you need to declare that because then you can have an assessment. One more thing about some of those uh, quiet things that can creep up on you. If you are a candidate of a blue smoke in the tailpipe in the morning, or if you're driving continuously, blue smoke in the morning, perhaps valve seals, guide seals, a continuous, you've seen them, the guy's driving down, and you, you see, you know, Cherokee smoke coming yeah, out of the absolutely. back of the tailpipe. Like pig pen with that's the more dirt. piston ring. Yeah. That's an internal engine problem, people. And it's probably time to really assess, do I keep this? Do I really need to be addressing a set of new tires when I got this internal engine problem? So, all right, barbecue questions you answered. Uh, the challenge question, I want to get to it right now. Some of you said 9000 a year to maintain vehicle. Another person said 1800 a year. Another person said 10000 No, a lot of those high numbers are the total cost. But we have a winner. We have, let me get my notes, please. I know we're exiting the music. Here it is. This is it. Ruben Garcia out of Texas, El Paso, said 1145 that's close to that that's number. Close. And that's $1,200 a year, $100 a month. And that is not including European. European vehicles can be up to 2000 Stay tuned. We got Greg Buckley coming next. We're going to dive in deeper. Is that vehicle dead to you? Next. I'm Robert Height, 2017 Funny Car Champ. Are you listening to Wrench Nation? I am. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music. All that is car. This is Wrench Nation. Well, all right, welcome back. We're talking about when your vehicle's dead to you. Should you invest in the vehicle? We just discovered a very interesting fact, and this fact came from AAA Statistic. We didn't make this up. They gathered and garnered all this information. Your national average is about $1,200 a year. That's a respectable number. You stopped your last car payment. You better be putting $100 a month away. That's what I was going to say. That's a savings right there. Yes. Yep. Put it away so you have it when it's needed. Now, that should be a good measure for you listening because you're not sure. You know, you're not sure because you had, well, you had a gift to buy. You had vacation coming. 
and here's this repair that just messed everything up and you that's a negative yeah. but if you go back to the playbook 1200 a year we have folks that come in the garage and we'll actually say hey listen and we're careful because they're sentimental yes we have to be careful and this isn't about we don't care if your uncle gave it to you and he served in Vietnam and he's no longer around. That's your pride and joy. We're very respectable. Each one of you have your own tone about how far you're going to go sentimentally with a vehicle. And we truly respect that. But a good garage, a good dealership is going to say, hey, are you aware of what you're spending? The last two years, we got $5,000 mm-hmm. on your Kia. Mm-hmm. Right, that's good, and you can ask that. Hey, guys, I'm busy. The kids, soccer. Can you can you give me a rundown if you haven't kept the records? What am I spending? What did I spend? Eighteen months, two years. You need to know that. And we got uh, Mr. Greg Buckley's on the line. Hey, 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 what's up, guys? What is happening? Welcome, Buckley, Buckley, much, Mr. Man. Greg Buckley. How are you, Susie? How are you? I'm amazing, Greg Buckley. How are you? Oh man, I am just as amazing. But I don't know if I sound as amazing as you, though. Man, you sound great. Well, thank you so much. Well, good, you know what? Good. We just are grateful. Uh, man, I feel like this is all right. We have Zen music. I think we need to Zen out. We'll take do take a little moment. Our <laughs> listeners, you listening in the car, Zen with us. My car's not dead anymore. Yeah. My car yeah. is alive. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well, it's a great conversation. I'll tell you, you know, there's a lot of factors to go into how you want to maintain or, or continue with the vehicle or when it really is time to say, you know, goodbye, sayonara, uh, arrivederci. Um, you know, it, it, it comes down to, one, what do you got to replace with it? And is, is what you're replacing just as bad? Let or, me say something, Greg. People are listening right now. They got an estimate. Yeah. And they said, uh-uh, my car is not worth, worth it. it. What's that mean? Right. What is that? Is that good economic sense? Well, you know what? No, it's not, it's really not. You know, well, it's some, let's put it this way: we gotta be we gotta be on point with this message because there's a there's a perception that people go, well, it's not worth the value, and they look at Edmonds and KBB and all those sites to say, well, your car's only worth nine hundred dollars, and that might be true from a retail value. However, what is it worth to you? Do you have a replacement ready to go? What are my are options? You, like, what options what are am I? Options? What are my options? Exactly. Well, I look at options? it this way. This may be silly, but it kind of works. You're all spoiled because there's only eggs in the refrigerator, and that's all you got to eat. What are your options? Exactly. What are your options? I mean, do you have a do you have another uh, another vehicle that you looked at? Uh, are you prepared? Do you have people in place that are going to ride you everywhere? You have uh, an Uber budget. I mean, all those things really got to come into play. I like so that. Yeah, it's good points. We, yeah, what we do at the shop is we really interview. And I think for the listeners, you, you have to find a shop that's willing to listen with you and to you. And then advise. Take their advice. Listen to how they want to work with your budget and then put you and steer you in the right direction. And there are times when you go, you know what, and we've had them. Um, you know, you come in and you go, you know, listen. This is the point where it's time to say goodbye. And, you know, we parallel that, and I, and, and I want to make sure that I'm sensitive about this, but we've all had pets that we've, one time or another, it, it's just time. And in some people's cases, it's just time. And, and, then you have and that to time is based upon, I, I mean, I think it's a good element to 
the you know the that on national average a year now some of you may spend yeah. more and and that's okay and that's what you know right. there's maybe more like you're a courier yeah. you're that individual yeah, maybe doing you know, twenty thousand yeah. miles a year right and and the thing of it is is you want to make sure that you don't you don't give up on a vehicle because you need an alternator or the water pump went bad you know they're they're not the reason if it's a motor or a transmission. A differential. Those are big questions. Is, Those know, are big consultations. Right. Yeah. And that's where you need to have a shop that will be willing to consult with you and steer you in the right direction. And, you know, that's the value of having a good relationship with your mechanic. Hug a mechanic. Find out what we know. We, we know a lot. We've seen so many examples. And we can share all that information with you. All right. So here's some pain. Let's introduce some pain. I got to do this because Mm -hmm. most people think it's like, oh, mechanic doesn't care. We do. I mean, I'm, I get anxiety and I'll tell you why I get anxiety because you are really upset when this happens. And that's, I just did a $1,500 repair and two weeks later, the starter went out and that's another $400 or my, you know, I'm trying to use some good examples. The mystery things that right. you just can't foresee. Fuel pump. Mm-hmm. Boy, do we feel awkward. Like we, we did. I mean, you can't, you don't have a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. You don't. No, no. And, that, and, that, and that's a very good point because none of us can predict what's going to happen in the future. All we want to look at, we, well, not all we want to look at, but what we want to understand. And only, you know, the listeners can provide it to their technicians. Listen, what do I do with my car? How do I operate it? How do I maintain it? And what is my budget? What do you think? You know, you gotta be you gotta be realistic. I mean, we're we're trying our best to keep you under wheel and keep you in a safe riding vehicle. But we need to know some information, like you know, what kind of budget do you hold? Do you, I like do you that. I mean, that I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, it, it's I drive a Kia Rio. That's an entry yeah. level car. Maybe it's a first time right. driver. I do right. my all changes, but you just gave me three different repairs. I need brakes. Summer's here. I need, you know, cooling system work. Mm-hmm. And my AC is low, and I may be looking at, let's just throw it out there, thirteen to $1,500. you are going to help organize. Safety is always right. number one. Hey, AC Manage. may be last. You may be cracking yeah. some windows in the summer. And that's what right. it's about. When you are making a decision, whether your vehicle is dead to you or not, A, right. it's going to cost. That national average is about 1200 if you got European a little more. But that... Mm-hmm assessment is so important greg Absolutely. buckley Absolutely. buckley's auto care we man i could talk to you for a long time our listeners oh, love you yeah. baby oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right our good friend uh greg buckley right, wilmington right. delaware buckley's right. auto care Bye, oh. greg. yeah some great points great points so uh we're going to continue this conversation on wrench nation facebook you need to join us over there if you have a moment, of course, not while you're driving, but remember, Wrench Nation Facebook, we are a community, and I have your weird automotive news, and this is like, hey, we're on the topic. Would you guys like to know what vehicle holds the all-time record for miles? Would you say 500,000, 600,000 miles? No, 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 no. We got a 3 million mile Volvo. Some of you may have heard that story. 3 million mile Volvo, people. He's wow. got he's got a good mechanic. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. All right, there's your weird automotive news. Hey, you guys, tune in next week, and and we'll meet you on Facebook Tuesday from the garage live. We're going to open up a pretty interesting area, and that is 
the technical service bulletins. You know, how does a mechanic help you and guide you? How do they know what parts are updated? We're going to arm you up with those technical service bulletins. We'll use some examples. Uh, get on to Facebook. We'll meet you there. And if you missed a part of the show, we always upload it on iTunes every Sunday. Man, we love you. As they say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.